0: Welcome to Power Talk Tuesday. I am your host, Nadia Francois. We are super excited for our final interview of the coaches for February, y'all. Yay! We did amazing things at the beginning of the month all the way until today. And we have been spotlighting these amazing coaches in different areas, um, honoring our Coach's edition of Power Conversations Magazine, which launched this month, and so we are excited about that. And we are carrying it on to tonight where we are welcoming Coach Tiara Stewart, Leadership Coach. Come on in, Queen. Hey. What up? What up? <laughs> Come on, girl, what's, up? what's up, what's oh, up? Oh, I'm great. How are you tonight? Doing good.
1: Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to be here.
0: We are certainly glad to have you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so come on and tell our audience all about yourself, where you're from, and what you have to offer us tonight. All right. I am Tara
1: Stewart. I am your leadership strategist. I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, y'all, <laughs> but I live in Baton Rouge right now. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm from. And what I'm here to offer you guys is insight from my perspective of what a coach is and exactly what a leadership
0: strategist is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Being all short winded. All right. I'm going to get. I'm, about to I'm trying to
1: stay out of preacher mode because you know who <laughs> is. look so what happens is if I go
0: if I go in there longer we're gonna have church up in here. <laughs> hey listen, we'll take that sometimes. We need a little deliverance, right? So <laughs> <laughs> no, you talking oh, about me. church, you ain't told the people that you oh lord, let me let me okay. You're right. Okay, all sure. right, okay, come right. on, sis, come
1: on. <laughs> so a minister, And let me tell you something, full disclosure, you know, people think that because you're a business owner and you're a coach and all these things that you have it all together. This is honestly, transparently something that I struggle with. I struggle with talking about myself, right? I'm, I'm the more of the behind the scenes person where I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to do all of those things to get you to your next, but I like to do it quietly. <laughs> yeah. But I am, so I have actually written uh co-authored eight anthologies and my own solo publication, The Emergence of a Leader. I am actually launching my very own, my very first anthology titled Gracefully Broken, Heavily Restored. Um, So that'll make number nine as far as collaborative projects for me. I have been five-time bestseller. So yeah, so I manage... Uh, thriving dental practice here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm also the president of the American Association for Dental Office Managers chapter here. I have the Southeast Louisiana region. Um, so I lead the charge of other amazing dental office managers that are looking to, to thrive and move forward in their careers. Um, yeah, I'm
0: a mom of three, a wife. Yeah, all that jazz. Oh, so that's 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 what we gotta do. We gotta be double screen for you to get it out. Okay, I I don't you. do me, don't do me. Because when I had you up there by yourself, didn't <laughs> say nothing. Lips, is zipped. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but, but that is wonderful. Look, you have an amazing resume, and even though you. Are used to, you know, working from the background. (laughs) All of these accolades and all of these accomplishments that you have, um, gone through, you need to tell people. You need. That's true. That's true. That's true. And so, you know, like I said, that's one of the reasons you are here tonight. Absolutely. We're gonna help you break that mold. (laughs) And stop being the best-kept secret, right? Amen. (laughs) Tonight, we're going to talk about your coaching practice, right? So first off, tell me your definition of a life coach in their primary duty. So I believe that a life coach
1: is one who takes you from where you are and bring you to help you get to where you want to be right? So through thought provoking questions. So as a coach, my perspective is I'm here to help you answer the hard questions because you already have the answer, right? You already have the answer on the inside of you. It's just needing that push and needing kind of just what we just did, right? Needing uh, that yeah. push <laughs> to help you help you get it out and that's basically what my definition of a life coach is if you look at <clears throat> any type of coaching right so my, my thing is what I tell all of my clients and everyone is that I'm here for three reasons three reasons one to help you strategize two to hold you accountable and three to keep you help keep you motivated right um and those are my those are my core values as far as what I am to do as a coach and what my belief is for the coaching uh, sector.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. That's good. That's a good definition. And so tell us about your special specialization. So
1: in any, let's see, I've been in leadership when I actually think about it for a really long time, you know, like when you were in primary school and a teacher had like their ones at that time, they weren't called leaders. They were called teachers pets. But yes.
0: <laughs> say, don't tell me you was the teacher's pet. I was yes. a,
1: I was a, I was the leader. I wasn't the teacher's pet. I was the leader. <laughs> I used to
0: be the line leader and the one who got to um to do that. <laughs> You you was you was the you was the good girl. There's nothing wrong with that. There's I was the one that, that said at the front and of the, the class. And characteristics. Yes. I yes. got to pass out the papers.
1: I got to do all those things. But I didn't really I didn't really think about it until now in my adult life that those were still responsibility roles that was helping groom me for leadership, right? And so all through primary school, that was the thing. And then once I got into uh, middle school and high school, I was on dance teams and debate teams and different things like that. And I was captain of the dance team and, you know, captain of the debate team. And, but again, it was just, you know, it was just captain. It was just something that you did. And it was, it was great, but I still didn't quite put all the puzzles pieces together until I became an adult. And once I got into my career, it was like, Everywhere I would go and everything I would do, I was always asked to take on more responsibility, and I was always asked to um, to do things in the absence of the leader, right? So if the leader was going to be out, I was the one chosen to kind of help step up and help keep the team motivated and keep them encouraged and, you know, all of those things. So I always... um label myself as the cheerleader, right? I'm that person that's going to cheer you on and rah, 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 and you got this, you can do this and all of those things. But again, those were all puzzle pieces that were being formed at different uh, points of my life for it all to come together now. So I've been in dental for dentistry for 11 years, and I've been in leadership for um, what, eight, Eight of those years. So eight of those years I've been in a leadership role and I'm going to tell you, man, leadership is tough. <laughs> like, leadership is tough. Yeah. It is some days it is ugly. There have been a uh, plenty of days where I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> I, want some, I want to do something. Different. I think I'm going to just go and play the backfield. Right. But okay. that was like, that wasn't what I called you to do. That wasn't what I called you to do. And I feel like he put me in different scenarios and different situations for me to learn multiple aspects and multiple facets of leadership. Like even in the ministry, learning ministry leadership and in the career space, learning uh, leadership in the vocational aspect of it. And then, you know, just learning different, even with your children, how to kind of help distinguish and pinpoint those leadership qualities that they have and help hone and develop them. So for me, I, I'm telling you, I labeled my, my coaching thing, multiple things. Like most, I changed the name so many times, so many times, because I was like, oh, well, I can do this. And oh, but I can do this. And oh, but I can do this. <laughs> and it came to the point to where just because you can't do it, doesn't mean that you should do it. <laughs> so I was like, leadership is my thing, right? Leadership is my thing. So my whole business is helping small business owners, really, who is who are looking, if they don't currently have a team, who are looking to develop a team, kind of get the foundational um, aspects there, lay the foundation so that once you start to acquire your team, you have something to build upon. Mm-hmm. Um, I help organizations, so corporate organizations with their current leadership, and then nonprofit organization as well. So it's basically just when you look around, especially before before COVID, you were looking, but you weren't really looking. And so since COVID, everything is just like so in your face now all the time. So you can see so many leaders; they're just burnt out, like they're just they're worn out. They're at their wits' end, and Everybody's like, you know what, I just don't, they were like me, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want (laughs) to do this anymore. But the reason why you got into leadership in the first place was because you had a passion. The thing was you've allowed the things to overpower what the passion was. So you got into leadership at first, not because, now some of them did. Some people got into leadership for the title. Some Mm -hmm. people got into leadership for the authoritative measure. Some people got into leadership because they wanted to have the upper hand and they wanted to rule. But I believe that the vast majority of people that were called to leadership got into that and accepted the call because they really had a heart for people. And they really had a heart to make Uh, the lives of people better. One thing that I read was a statement was made where it says that a child believed that they would have a better parent if their parent had a better boss. Mm. You know, so you think about you get up every day, you go to work and you're just under the tutelage and under the authoritative uh, umbrella of this tirade of a boss right so you're stressed out you're worn out and you go home and you're fussing about it but you never really take a step back to say why does this leader perform this way why does this leader behave this way they have their own set of stresses and we just automatically assume that well you the business owner, get it together, right? Mm-hmm. And so another thing that I realized was, because I used to be that person. So before I got into leadership, I remember I was working at a dental office and we had a manager and I used to be upset about just about everything that she, I was like, why she did that like that? Like, that's just stupid. Like, why did, Like seriously, I was like, that was dumb. Like, why did she do that? But the thing is, what you see determines the seat that you sit in, Right. So I wasn't sitting in her seat, so I couldn't see it from her side. I couldn't see it from her perspective. So I just made judgments based off of someone who went to work, punched a clock and left. I had no responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. So once my seat changed, that mean my perspective of the matter changed as well. So then it was like, oh, wow. I see why she did that. And oh, my goodness, I see why that decision was made. And oh, man, because now I'm more I'm aware of budgets and now I'm aware of, you know, goals. And now I'm aware of um, different KPIs that they have to meet, the key performance indicators and all of these things. I'm aware of those things now, whereas me being on the other side, I wasn't. So I just once wanted to develop. a a place where leaders can come back and be rejuvenated they can come back and be reignited and they can come back and figure out a way where now with the pandemic has happened you have to kind of do things differently than what you've done before so just kind of reinvent yourself as a leader so
0: that's what i'm here for yes the leadership coach y'all the leadership coach so tell us what can be expected when entering your coaching program?
1: So initially entering a coaching program, of course, I am a leadership strategist, but I'm also, you know, a certified life coach and a certified master uh, uh, mindset coach as well, because I feel that with anything, it all starts with the mind, right? It all starts with your thought process. It all starts with how you view yourself and what you think about yourself. And I use myself in some instances as an example as well, because There's a lot of things that even though I'm here, I'm still on the journey. Right. So even with me, I have to do mindset checks every day and I have to do adjustments all the time. And I just feel like before we can actually get into anything, we have to evaluate and check where your thought process is. Mm -hmm. And one of my quotes that I put in all of my books and one of the things that I always say is your mind is the most powerful tool in your toolkit. So you have to think responsibly. Right. So and even the Bible says so as a man thinketh, so is he. And they say, so is a man thinking in their heart. So is he. So is a man thinking in their mind. So is he. So it all starts with how you think about yourself and how you view yourself and what are the indicators that are causing you to think less of yourself or, you know, think too highly, like all of those type of things. It's just like just trying to figure out where The adjustments in the mind need to take place. And then once that happens, then we move forward with looking at depending on what sector you're in. If you're a small business owner and you don't quite have a leadership, what does that look like? Well, you don't have a team. I mean, what does it look like for you to have a team? What is your onboarding process going to be? What is kind of some of your KPIs? What are going to be some of the things that you're looking for every position to have as a standard right yeah. if you already have a team then it's more or less about reevaluating and readjusting some of those roles maybe because sometimes you have to make sure everyone is in the right seat right so a lot of times when you go into a, a business or a practice or anywhere like let's just say Walmart you go to Walmart you have the person at the door they're great they're wonderful and all those things but then you have the cashier who's not as great and not as nice. Okay. So maybe I need to do some shifting around, right? Maybe I need to do some seat moving around. Um, so just even in business, there's somebody that you want to play to their strength. So there's someone that may be in a position where that's not their strongest suit, but if we evaluate all of the positions, this position may work better for them. So then we can move them and try it out and see. Um, so that's just kind of what I do. And then in the nonprofit sector, mostly with ministry, it's just going in and really helping you develop and hone in on what exactly leadership roles are supposed to be within the ministry so it won't be a power struggle and it won't be um people getting hurt or people getting offended or anything like that so yeah so we go through the mindset adjusting and identifying and all of those things first and then we go into your your specific areas
0: Yes. So of course, that was my next question. How important is mindset in this process? And so you've already pretty much covered that. I'm big on mindset myself, because as you stated in the Bible, it says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so I always like to keep that in my brain and, you know, just be able to have that thought process of greater always Mm -hmm. greater greater greater. Mm -hmm. so yeah now how long have you been coaching coach t (laughs) crazy thing right (laughs) so
1: i have i've officially pulled the trigger and so i'm a john maxwell certified coach and i started with the program in 2018 2018 but of course facing and dealing with my own limiting beliefs some of the things that I would say was well who want to hear who want to hear from me nobody want to hear nothing from me right and i'm talking about i want to go into corporate and help them train nobody wants to see you know little brown girl go out there and train corporate you know corporate america people and especially me being a woman too i used to oh my gosh like it was really bad i was like i'm a woman and i'm young Like, who wants to hear from me? Who wants to listen to me? So I had to break through all of those things. So I actually finished and completed in 2019, but I started in 2020. So I've been coaching officially for two years.
0: All right. All right. Good. And what sets you apart from other coaches in your area of expertise?
1: I believe what is my distinguishing factor is... First of all, I want to develop the whole leader, right? You have so many people that come into different the organizations and it's straight to the, to the business. Pull up the numbers, run this report, uh, do this and do that. And let me tell you, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Okay, and I'm out, right? So I want to help develop the whole leader because in order for me to help you get to where that fire is reignited again, then we really do have to, kind of go through some of the processes of understanding why did the fire go out in the first place you know um so yeah I feel like that's one of my main distinguishing factors is the fact that I am a person who really wants to develop the whole leader and not just the technical aspect of the leader I want to develop and help develop the personal aspect as well
0: awesome awesome so, Coach T, tell us how do we contact you? How do we connect with you? What do you have coming up? Let us in. Let us <laughs> in. <laughs> so, um, again, as I stated
1: earlier, I have uh, the anthology coming out, "Gracefully Broken, Heavenly Restored," and that is that's really part of the mindset aspect of it, and how you know you went through the broken the point of being broken, right? You've been through the traumatization of being broken, but broken gracefully is very different than just being broken, right? You know, so being broken by God and being broken by him so that he can get the very best out of you. So when I thought about the title, I was thinking about the alabaster box and how it housed this very expensive perfume that was used. Um, But in order for it to be used, the box had to be broken. Right. And she didn't just take it and slam it on the ground. <laughs> it was like, just, dumb, you know, she didn't just like beat it up or whatever. She broke it in a way to where, you know, it was, it was broken to get it out, but it wasn't like shards it everywhere. Was, yeah, And, you know, I, I think back to when, you know, Christ died at the cross, you know, that's where he restored us all. So, Even though we have to go through the breaking and even though we have to go through some of the trials and some of the tribulations, but it's all to get the greater out of us. It's all for us to be able to allow our lives to be a witness to others that you can, you will, you must. Right. Mm -hmm. And understanding that the end result was that we were heavenly restored. So that's coming up. So the uh, deadline to sign up for that is March 1st, and then we'll kind of get to writing everything because the release for that is going to be June of this year. All right. And then I have a virtual conference where I will be speaking actually the week of March or that weekend, March 4th, 5th, 6th, I'll be doing the virtual summit for, um, purpose in Paris. So I'll be okay. virtually speaking in Paris. So that's gonna right, on, girl, <laughs> go that going to be Come on girl with the
0: international speaking. You better go ahead. It's
1: <laughs> going to be exciting. So I'm super yes. super 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 pumped about that. Um and yeah, just really really working on developing the the business and also just making sure that I still work and develop those that I'm currently leading, you know, so Yeah. Yeah, So those are, those are the two big things that I have going on right now. Oh, and then I just joined and I think you're going to be there too, boo. I just joined the black authors meet. I'll be in New Orleans with you. I want to say it's what March 12th, uh, 13th that weekend. So yeah. So we'll be there together. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just really excited. Just really excited about those things. So I will be speaking. Also I want to say it's like the first weekend in April, with a group of young ladies as well. So I do some youth mentoring as well. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> yes.
0: And we have Eddie Clark joining us saying yes and amen and super exciting. She, Thank you for joining Ooh. us, Jamie. Make sure you connect with us. Yes, yep. Miss Tierra. So look, you have given us all that great information. What's the link, Boo? How do we sign so, up? So connect with okay, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so to sign up for the book, um, it's a job form link. So you can just reach out to me via inbox at uh Tierra Stewart. My web address is ww.tara and associates.com. So yeah, so you can always reach me through Facebook. My Facebook is Tira Stewart.
0: Tira Stewart and Associates. I'm putting your uh
1: yes, Tira Stewart and Associates.com.com. Yep,
0: yep. All right, guys. This has been amazing. Coach Tara, we are super excited that you joined Thank us. Thank you for having me. Thank you, you, gave you for us all me. of this wonderful information. I think that your niche in coaching is great. I think that is very much so needed. And you know, you know, my point in hosting this month of awareness for coaches is to just you know let people know what. Y'all have going, well, what we have going on And yes. I have to make mm-hmm. sure, look, remember that I'm a coach who's too who's um, <laughs> but, you know, yes, yes <laughs> And so just to let them know, you know the, the emergence of all of these coaches in the past couple <laughs> of years Is necessary, right? Because right now, we need help Like, yeah. even if we as the leaders don't need help A lot of people need help, but we as the leaders as well, like you said, we need to be replenished. We need to be reignited because sometimes we are drained. We are, you know, we have just given too much. And so that's a very, like I said, a very good niche for you to be in. And then with your expertise in those areas, being able to, you know, just know about employees, team members, you know, that's a lot. Um, for a, a small business owner, for an entrepreneur yeah. that has never had employees, but we're growing, right? This we mm-hmm. are growing, and so the need for help is definitely coming if you are working your business properly and leveraging your your, yeah. your system, really. And so you're gonna need help, you're gonna need a team, you need them, and then with the emergence of the small businesses that are storefronts. So I was really thinking yeah. about kind of, you know, virtual businesses and, and offices maybe, but storefronts and restaurants and, you know, things like that, just me visiting a few new small businesses this month, they need help. Yeah. You know, And I think that you need to reach out. I'm gonna give you. <laughs> you, you give you not me a number. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, probably, you know, not to shame anyone no, because we have no. all had to grow, you know, yeah. but in my in my travels of going other places outside of home and mm-hmm. seeing the the maturation of black business, the customer service is way mm-hmm. up here now, mm-hmm. right? We have brought these things to new levels, and I just want my people. Yep. That are here locally to mm-hmm. grab a hold of that and yep. take off with it. So I encourage all small business owners visit another business that's like yours in another city, yeah. another state, yep. and see what they're doing. Take a field see trip. <laughs> yes, take that field trip specifically mm-hmm. service based businesses yes. like restaurants and hotels and you know those where people break a lot of bread with you and so they expect a lot from you Mm -hmm. you know you want to give that because you want those good reviews you want them to return you want all of that so look if you need help training your staff even training yourself because Mm -hmm. everyone doesn't know how to be an employer Mm -hmm. you can be a leader but that don't mean you know how to be an employer that's true right so true so Come on y'all, reach out to Coach T. She going to get yes. you right. <laughs> nonprofit sector as well. Yes. I know she's mainly speaking of our uh Christian based nonprofit. <laughs> yes. So y'all get with her. She is here for structure. She is yes. here for those questions that you need answered you may be a new ministry and you need some help in some areas you don't know what to do mm-hmm. you don't know who to call you don't know who to trust you know what i'm saying so she can open your eyes and your ears to some of that and also definitely grace you with the word of god in the midst that's what i love so much about it she is the woman of god she is going to operate in that in that sphere and so you don't have to worry about her steering you wrong right Mm -hmm. so look t give us our final thoughts for the night
1: so listen so as Ms. nadia was talking about you know just going out in those different sectors and custom service and how we wanted to all catch on there's something that you know has been said throughout time Um, John Maxwell says it. I'm not sure if it was his first, but he says it a lot. Everything rises and falls on leadership, right? So when you look at any organization, we can pinpoint and say that it was a person, but it was a leader who left that person in that spot, right? So if there's someone who's rude or who is uh, not as warming in a particular organization, somewhere there's a leader who's allowed this to continue, who's allowed this to happen. So it's not that individual's Fault to a degree. It's that leader's situation as well, because that's what a leader is supposed to do. You are supposed to be there to help develop, help coach, help train. And a lot of times, like she said, you can be a business owner, but not a leader. That's very true, because in leadership, you are a coach. You are a coach. When you are a leader, you are a coach. Because remember what I told you my definition of a coach was taking you from where you are to where it is that you want to be. And I don't honestly believe that. People just want to be rude, right? Again, there is something going on and it's your job to either take the time to figure out what it is or make the adjustments needed. Yeah. So or I lose just money. Or, lose <laughs> yeah. money or lose money or lose money, lose your reputation and all those things. And uh, one thing I was uh, I had a meeting with my team and I would always tell them about the brand. Right. So for the longest time, when people would say the brand, they would think about the outward appearances, all oh, the colors. And like when you see this together, then, you know, it's the brand and you have like this brand awareness and all those things. But what they fail to realize is what people say outside of your presence is your brand. Okay? That's your brand. Yep. What is said about you behind your back is your brand. And that's what I want to help you to protect. I want to help you to build is the true brand, not the logo and the colors and all that stuff. You get a marketing person for that. But I want to help you build the true brand. And that is your reputation. I asked them this too. And I want you all, whoever watches this now or watch it on the replay, whenever, if you are a business owner, I want you to ask yourself this question. If your business shut down right now, who's going to notice? Who's going to notice? If you have a ministry, if the doors of the church close because your people ran everybody off, who's going to notice? Outside of them talking about the fact that you ran everybody up, are they going to miss you? You know, are they going to say, "Man, like I wish we could have"? Been. Is your community going to miss you? Like, is your voice, is your brand out there in the community? Are you really helping the people? No matter what aspect you are—service-based business, uh, ministry-based—your primary customer is people. You need people, but you need to treat the people right.
0: Yes. Come on! Come on! Now y'all know we can go 30 more minutes on that. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna stop right there. I start
1: preaching in the minute stop. we're gonna and, stop right there. Grab the Bible. Stop
0: right there. Y'all, y'all gotta go to her page. Go to her page. Go to her page. Go to her page. Listen, Doctor. Uh, I'm calling you doctor. Look, Come on now. Come, Come on, Queen. So, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you. tonight. Thank you. Y'all reach out to her, associates.com. Mm-hmm. Also on social media as Terra Stewart. Reach out, guys. Make sure that if you need help in your business, you get it. We are here bringing awareness. We have brought several coaches Over this month, our coaches edition, y'all, features about 19 or 20 different coaches, right? So if you need help, and yes, yes. If you need help in any area, and I'm not just talking about business coaches. I'm Mm -hmm. not just talking about life coach. I'm talking about every kind of coach Mm -hmm. you may need throughout your life experience to help push you. To help guide you. So make sure that you check out our coaches edition. It is out digitally and the print version will be here soon. So look out for that as well. With that being said, guys, I am Nadia Francois. Thank y'all so much for joining me here on Power Talk Tuesday. Make sure that you are subscribed to What's Your Your Superpower TV and What's Your Superpower Anthology. Also, Power Conversations magazine and podcast, y'all. We are all over The internet, we are all over the globe. So reach out to us, connect with us and make sure you look at our advertising opportunities for your business as well. We would love to have you. Have a great night. Good night.